Hi, hello, how you doing? It seems to me that I am averaging three podcasts a a month. Three entries, three podcasts, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, which, you know, I think it's a decent pace, right? It's like, it, I feel like if I want to do it just three times a month, that is that is a good amount to want to talk to the air, you know? Three hours a month. Less than that. Otherwise, any more than that, and you're a little bit crazy. Um, which, I guess, I am. How you doing? Um, I've been having thoughts on... We're going to talk about money again today, okay? I love talking about money. Money, 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 money. As someone who claims to not be motivated by money, I'm very, very motivated by money these days. Which is probably a good thing. I need to, I need to, and it's not necessarily the money itself, not money for money's sake, but what it brings, right? I'm thinking about like the, the freedom aspect of things and like what, what I have access to, right? Um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and, uh, and talks on the ultra wealthy and, um, and there are a couple numbers that, that, stood out to me um apparently ultra ultra wealthy is considered a net worth of 30 million and up okay um so according to this guy who who does uh leisure and and uh lifestyle services for the ultra wealthy right and there are what what do you say 280,000 people or 28,000 or 280,000 people on earth that qualify as ultra wealthy I think I think it was twenty eight uh two hundred eighty thousand. I can't remember. One or the other, right? Those that's a big you know, that's off by a magnitude of one, give or take, right? I don't know which one, but which way, but either either way. Um thirty million dollars, that is considered ultra ultra wealthy. And it makes sense because I I looking at numbers, I wasn't looking at like making certain investments or anything. I was looking at just putting it in a CD or a, or a high interest uh, savings account or something like that. If you put thirty million dollars in a in a high interest or uh, high yield uh, savings account or CD, something that's around five percent um, per year, thirty million dollars accrues one point five million dollars a year. Okay, and people, you know, obviously you take that out and then you know slash that in almost half because of uh, because of taxes. Um, but even still, that's $750,000 a year. That's just a year accrued that you get to live off of, right? And not touch your other $30 million in, in savings or assets or whatever the hell, right? And this is not including, um, any types of, of, the uh, investments that will grow faster than a CD, like, a you know, like investing in a, in a fucking, what's it called? In the S&P or similar things, right? So imagine what you could do with $750,000 a year after tax. Not just in your life, but in not you know, that doesn't mean just okay, I can like buy, you know, every the new Ferrari every fucking year or whatever, right? It's like who cares about that? No one cares about that, right? Not no one, a lot of people do for whatever dumb fucking reason, but $30 million if you have that. You can actively change the community around you on that seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. 
imagine in the house you live in right now, right? Especially if you're in an urban area like New York City or Boston or whatever, that like walkable cities, right? Imagine if you stayed in that area or, you know, you, you don't have to stay in that area, but you have thirty, you have $750,000 a year and you put, you invest $50,000 in every business, every business that's walkable within your area, right? Whether that means renovations uh, to the, to the, to the storefront or uh, hiring, like paying to paying for new employees at that business, right? And hiring more people or increasing the, um, the value of the products that they sell at that business or whatever, right? Just imagine doing any of those things for 10 businesses that are walkable within, within the area you grow up in. And if not walkable, but drivable within within like a dis, within a reasonable like five minutes to get to any five to ten minutes to get to any of those businesses within your area, right? And just imagine what that will do for the local economy of of your community, right? That's seventy five thousand dollars if you split it up ten ways. That's a lot of money, and if you do that every year for a decade. That's giving every one of those businesses $750,000 worth of capital, you know, or not even just capital, capital or like, uh, or like, uh, anything, anything that, that comes from that capital, $750,000 of wealth and value over the course of 10 years. That, that's life-changing because think of how many businesses don't, don't make that much, right? A laundromat probably accrues, probably makes something like, you know, 80K, 100K, and that's before paying the owner and, like, paying, and, you know, and all the operations costs and all that, right? It probably makes something in that ballpark for, I don't know. I, I, I could be wrong. I don't, I'm not entirely sure, but so, let's just say it, it, that's how much it makes, right? If you throw in that extra profit on top of there so they can get new machines, right? Uh, uh You know, uh, get someone to, to, like you hire a, a someone young to like do all the Google, uh, you know, social media and Google SEO and all that shit, right? You boost the profits of the place. You get to raise the prices ever slightly as you get more uh, people who could afford it more coming, right? Or you don't raise the prices. You just like let the shit go how it is, and you make it a community s- space where you have like a couple tables outside where people could sit and have coffee or like make it a town square, that kind of thing. I've been thinking about this for this laundromat. It's across the street that my, that my grandma's been going to um, for years because she refuses to use the laundromat, the actual fucking washer and dryer we have in the basement in our own house. Right. Um, and like the place is tiny, which, you know, can't fix necessarily unless we buy out another, uh, fucking, you know, the Nick, the next door neighbor, or like add an extra floor or something, like, you know, or buy up the floor on top of it and convert that to laundry as well. Like, there are things that could be done though to make the space a lot more, like, bring it to the 21st century. The shit still uses fucking coins, right? It's not using a laundry card, it's using all coins, it's all cash and coin operated, you know? Um, which is like fine, I guess, for you know a lot of things that there are pros and cons. 
But I see a lot of cons because to actually get coins, you need to have cash. And if you don't carry cash, like I don't, and most people my age don't, right? You're not going to be fucking going there to do your laundry unless you carry cash, right? I'm tempted all the time to just go to the laundromat a couple blocks farther because I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't have cash right now. I have a full bag of laundry and I don't have cash, right? For me to get cash, I'd have to go either to the ATM, which charges a fee, right? Um, Or I'd have to ride all the way over to Chase or like go to like a Rite Aid or CVS or something and like get a cash back thing, like buy a fucking stick of gum and get cash back 20 bucks, right? Um, And I don't want to go through that hassle just to go do my fucking laundry, right? And I always forget when I'm out, oh, I got to do laundry. Let me, let me make sure I take out cash. And I always fucking forget. Um, it's not to say that this laundromat's not always, like, busy. Because this laundromat's, like, busy a lot, right? It's all the older, the elderly people around here going to the laundromat and doing shit. But also, the place is run down, right? The place hasn't been renovated ever. Um, all the machines are old and, and like, fading. The fucking lettering and shit on them are fading. I guess the dryers are fine. But the fucking, you know... If they could just put an ATM in there, that would that would be amazing because then I don't have to think about fucking going anywhere else to get cash to come to the laundromat to do my laundry, right? How much is the ATM? Notice I'm not saying ATM machine because it's redundant as fuck. ATM. $2,000 to $8,000. A freestanding, uh, average new freestanding ATM machine. Why do you call it ATM machine? It's so annoying. It's this is an article. Why would you put ATM machine? That's so dumb. Um, two thousand dollars for an ATM. Okay. Two to three thousand dollars for an ATM, and a used one would be cheaper. How much is a used ATM? Hold on, let me scroll on this. ATM, ATM, a used ATM, twelve to eighteen hundred bucks, with a, and an installation fee, which is fine. Imagine that, if you, if you run a business or if you know anyone, if you have the expendable cash, right? Say you make in the hundreds, one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and you live in an area that, and you still live in an area like where I live. Right, I'm in Flatbush, where you know most of Flatbush is coming up, but there's still some businesses that, that are like living in the fucking Stone Ages, right? If you go to them and be like, "Hey, I want to buy you an ATM," because every time my grandma comes to this fucking laundromat, she has to bring cash, and if she doesn't have cash, she has to go all the way somewhere else to get cash, and then come to the, come uh, come here to do laundry. Um, she's fucking seventy years old, right? She she doesn't need to. She didn't have to walk all the way to wherever just to get cash to come do this shit. So I'm going to give you, um, I just bought an ATM. I ordered it. And there's no saying no. I already ordered the ATM. It's coming here. It's going to arrive here this weekend. I'm going to come in, install this ATM. Okay. You have to, you don't have to pay me back. It's $2,000. That's what I make a week, right? You don't have to pay me back. Just install the ATM and tell me how the shit goes. I guarantee business will boost. Guaranteed business will boost. 
if you charge a dollar to use the ATM, right? Which is cheaper than a lot of ATMs around. Most of them are like two dollars, five dollars, or two dollars, three dollars, two 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 dollars fifty cents, whatever. To use this shit. If you charge a dollar for the ATM, and a thousand people use the ATM over the course of the year, that's a thousand dollars. And if you and you know that's that's something, right? And that's just a thousand people, right? How many how how often do people go do laundry? They do laundry like once a week, maybe twice a week. Right, wait, no, once a week, maybe, uh, maybe twice a month, right? Sometimes less if they if they live alone or they, you know, it's just them, right? Um. Someone, if someone's going to do laundry twice a week, oh no, sorry, not twice a week, twice a month, on average. It's twenty four times a month. That's just one person. If you have fifty people doing that, that is. 25 times a year times 50. That's $1,250 if you charge a dollar to use the ATM, right? And that's just for 50. If it's more than that, which likely it is more, say, I mean, I'm sure this place gets what? Minimum 10 customers a day, right? 10 a day, that's 300 a, a, a month. 25 times... 300 a month. That's $7,500. Wait, not 300 a month. Uh, that's 300 individual customers, rather. 25. That's 300 individual customers. That's $7,500 a year. That could pay for new machines. You know? That could pay to hire a, a kid to come do your fucking Google shit, right? So, I'm... So, this is just to start with, like, the laundry thing, okay? Right? But if you have a bodega near you that doesn't have an ATM, right? You can go in, be like, yo, I'm buying you an ATM. Fuck up, I don't want to hear anything. Also, I'm buying you Apple. I'm buying you like the the, the tap to pay machines because some of these places don't have that or they, they claim to not be able to afford it, which is fair. Okay. I don't like, I don't know how crazy expensive it is, but if you just get the little thing, it can't cost that much. How much is a. I know all the fucking spots around me have it now, but for a while, most of them didn't. Um, cost of uh, tap to pay uh, machine. Mobile POS, Clover, credit card, machine. What's the cheapest one? Contactless reader from... Shopify. What's that one that all these places are using? And I want to know why they're getting... I mean, I guess it's probably a cheaper fee than the Shopify ones or the Square systems or all those. But probably not, right? 300 bucks, 281 for a Square terminal credit card machine to accept everything and, and tap to pay and all that. 135 G11 credit card reader by Cantaloupe was one of those like shitty... Look at ones that you see at every bodega. Yeah, a contactless card reader is not that much. Um, <clears throat> honestly, do that at the at the laundromat. I would love to just go in a laundromat and be like, "Yo, I need I need twenty bucks worth of worth of coins, right?" That's cheaper than replacing all the machines. You don't have to replace all the machines with, like, you know, tap ones or anything. And it's probably cheaper than getting a, a ATM. 
you just get a couple hundred dollar uh tap and ship thing right but i guess also since it's uh since it's uh all it's a laundromat it's all cash you don't got to pay taxes on that because you could like lie about whatever the fuck right you don't have to like put in all the money that he's actually made you probably have like I don't know if I don't even know what his bookkeeping bookkeeping looks like, right? The guy who runs his laundromat. Um, but yeah, if you could just go in, tap your card, twenty bucks, and he just gives you twenty dollars worth of coins to use, that would also be another step above, so much easier, right? Of course, he's gonna have to report all that in his, uh, his tax filings, of course, but like. You would attract more people to your laundromat. Again, the place is small. That's another thing. But there are other things you could do. I would set up a scheduling thing on on uh, on the website. Okay, I'd set up a website, first of all, because I know he doesn't have a fucking website because this shit doesn't even show up on Google, I'm sure. Right? I would set up a, I would set up a website, and on the website, all you got it, all there is is a couple pictures of the place, right? And um what I would do, I would set up something so that there's, like, a live feed of, like, how many people are in the spot at any given time. But also, just set it up so you can schedule on the fucking thing when you're going to come in and do laundry, right? And you can pick a slot. Pick a slot, or like, it's a 90-minute slot. You come in. Um, you can set it for, like, you know, say today is 317 in the day right now. Say I want to go on at 4 o'clock. I don't want to be there in, in 30 minutes or so. I'll go on the website, I'll tap, see how many machines are available. There has to be X amount of machines available to use, right? And I fucking go in and do it that way, right? And I, like, set it up, and then I go in, and there'd be machines available guaranteed. Because there's been times where I've gone in, I had to wait for people to finish up with their shits. And it's like, I don't want to ever have to wait to do my laundry, even if it's small, there are ways to get around the, the size of the place if you just, like, set it up so there's a website. But, of course, most of, his, most of the people who go there are much older, right? That's another thing to consider. But <sighs> there's so many things to do. I'm going I'm to I'm test this theory, right? But, again, if you make $100,000, $150,000 a year, you can start lifting your community, Right? You can absolutely start doing that. Of course, if you make hundred or $150,000 a year, chances are you live in a community that's like more, you know, that's more to your tax bracket or whatever, right? But again, if you're living in Flatbush, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are making damn near six figures or so who live here and they don't have like crazy expendable income, but they're comfortable and once or twice a year they can throw a few hundred dollars at one of the businesses around them which is like shitty to say that you you know obviously you don't want to build the businesses around you that aren't yours right but it's still something to consider right because it just like elevates everyone around you so that's the first thing right that's a hundred a hundred fifty thousand two hundred thousand dollars a year if you make that much you can start doing shit around you next step up Let's say you have a net worth of $3 million, right? And you have three, $3 million in, uh, you say you have $3 million in an account that's accruing shit. If you have that kind of money, then chances are you're already like building your own businesses or you're like 
or philanthropy or something, you're already doing things that's already uplifting the economy around you. But just go back to the neighborhoods you grew up in, right? Especially if you grew up in a shittier neighborhood that's still like supposed to be on the come up, right? Um, you can take a portion of your wealth and do some awesome shit with it. $3 million a year is going to accrue $150,000 a year, right? If you cut that in half to, to save for taxes, right? Uh, off that accrual, that's $75,000 a year. You could just throw towards anything, right? If I had $75,000 right now, I'd be a millionaire in three years. Well, no, not a millionaire. I'd be a, 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 a centi-millionaire in three years. If I had $75,000 right now, okay? Which is why I'm fucking raising. I think one of the reasons I'm talking about, I've been thinking about money so much is because I've been raising, I've been trying to raise for, for a fight night, right? And, and yeah, um, it's, it just seems like a fucking no brainer to how, how easy it is to like, just start uplifting shit around you. Right. Um, it's $35,000 is enough to change lives, you know, in small ways, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna uplift a whole community on $75,000, you know, in a year, but in three years, helping a couple of businesses around you with people who run those businesses who are like trying to do more and do better which you can find. It's not impossible. It's not, it's not everywhere. You know, some people suck. Some people start a business and then don't know how to run the shit. And then, you know, they just take all the money from themselves and don't treat the business to like build it, you know, which obviously fucks with their shit because then they can't make more money. But, um, I was thinking for me, right? $3 million. I'm not going to do much, right? I'll do little things. I'll for sure give fucking, uh, tap and chip machines to any i'll walk around to all the businesses around here and if y'all don't have a fucking contactless whatever i'm gonna buy one for y'all and you know teach you how to use it and set up a website for you so you can schedule things and do whatever right i'm gonna do that and then probably um i'll like hire a local kid right someone 16 17 18 19 years old to come in and run all that shit and pay them a stipend every month to run all that shit, right? And as the business starts to make more money, I'll be like, yo, hire this kid. You know? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go back to my high school and be like, hey, I have a very simple program. All of you are gonna take over, or some of you are gonna take over the businesses, the local businesses in the in the community, okay? In your community or in the community around the school, Right? We're going to, you and I are going to, uh, like, I'm going to find 10 kids, say, and be like, you and I, we're going to walk door to door in all these businesses and find out if they have tap and chip machines, if they have ATMs, if they have this, 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 right? And then we're going to sit down for a couple hours a week and figure out all the ways that we can improve that business on, say, X amount of dollars a year, Right? If I have $75,000 accruing in a bank, or a spare $75,000 accruing in a bank, right? Or if I have $50,000 to spare for the year, that I think that's just a perfect thing to, to put it towards, right? Because I can 
accrue, I, I can like a lot, say $2,000, $3,000 to every one of these things, right? And then still pay the kid 500. If they're in high school, getting the kid 500 bucks, a thousand bucks a month for like running these things to while they learn the skills of like how to run online, uh, how to run an online business or how to take a, a brick and mortar business to online, right? Um, that is invaluable, right? Um, because then once they get into college and they start, like, they pick something to study, whatever they pick to study, they can, I I don't even know, whatever. I don't even know you think about college. This is a thing that they could do without even college. Of course, they could go to business school or something like that and, and learn that way, right? Or they could go learn a trade or whatever. But when it, when the moment they learn that, then they'll have the skills to be like, oh, we can do tap and ship machines. We can do that. We can a- approach all these old fucking farts. Or like if they have someone in their family who runs a, a business, a, a local business, a bakery or some shit, right? They could be like, hey, you haven't set up these things that we need to have set up. I'm going to run the website. I'm going to do all this stuff. You don't have to pay me until we start making extra money off of it. And But then stipulation, you got to hire me. And if you don't hire me, I'm gonna go some. I'm gonna take my services somewhere else. Very simple, right? And it's gonna be difficult to have that conversation with family, but it's not impossible to do, right? So, I think you could do it on thirty thousand dollars, honestly, with like five kids, five to ten, five to ten teenagers over a year. You could do that with like thirty thousand dollars. Help them build up the business and then teach them how to run it, and then have them take it over as time goes on, you know. Um. So, yeah, then the more money you get, the more money you could allot towards, okay, we want to, whoever, whichever kid brings in the most revenue or makes the most change in their business after this, you know, say, three to six month program or whatever, whoever does that, we're going to give you a budget to help renovate the space. And you're going to learn how to design and renovate a space or if that's not what your mind is towards um you're gonna learn all the all the shit to like all the background shit of like uh hey i'm gonna hire a friend of mine who is an artist who understands design and you're gonna come in and help us design and renovate the space right and maybe that means you know part part of that's gonna mean new machines or new uh hardware or whatever for like back end stuff but also for the front end if it's a bakery but they're still using fucking stucco tile. We're gonna retile the shit, and I'll allot five thousand dollars to retiling the place. That's gonna elevate the space another level, or relighting the place. You know, have electricians come in and reroute lights so that they're in, so that we can like put in better ambient lighting. That changes the space so much. We're gonna repaint the walls, and then uh, redesign the walls, repaint them all white, and then you know, white box it. And then, like, put accents around it. Or even not white, but whatever color we pick. But it's not going to be something that's classy, right? Something that, even not classy. Uh, classy makes it a little bit, you know, makes it a little bit class, classist, elitist, whatever. But something aesthetically pleasing, right? Um, you know? And we're going to do it properly. If that means we're going to have someone come in and sand the walls down so it's not that shitty, like, like, uh, like pebbled look after you repaint a wall that's just 
that you haven't like treated at all or like replace a wall put in put up new drywall and paint that shit like we're going to do it proper right and we're going to teach you how to do this proper so that if you want to build a business for yourself or you want to take over another business you can do the same thing um and we can build a culture around renovating and just uplifting all the business around us right um and honestly, if even if they don't hire you or they don't give you a piece of the business, you can be like, okay, fine, fuck off, I'll find someone who will. And you can use them as a as a portfolio piece to take it to some other company or anyone who who or or you know you want to take it to as a business manager, you want to take it to some company that like hires for business management or consulting, you can do that kind of thing. Um but yeah, that's one thing that I absolutely positively will do um, in the future. And that's off of an extra 50K a year. Say I take my my um, my bonus at the end of a good year for Fight Night. Say we did something like, you know, 15 million in sales or 10 million in sales. And I take uh, a, and I take a hundred thousand dollar bonus at the end of the year. Right. Off, like on top of my normal salary, which at that, you know, if we're doing 10 million, I'll probably take like a $100,000 salary or so, right? I take a bonus of $100,000. I'm going to take 30 of that 100000 or 30 or 40 of that $100,000 and, and do this program. That'd be fucking sick, man. You know, so long as I have the time, I don't have to make the time, you know, but um, this is the beginning of social change, you know? In, in community community change, community impact and improvement. And we can do that all over here in Flatbush, Little Caribbean, just walking over to all these businesses that are owned by older people who don't know shit about fuck. Be like, hey, um, this is, this kid here is Gerald. He's goes to this, he goes to the nearby school. He goes to BCAM or he goes to, I mean, obviously BCAM's in, that's my high school, that's in Bed-Stuy. But he goes to Medgar Evers um, or he goes to whatever, um, we have, we have a budget of $5,000 that we want to attribute to helping build your business. Okay. Um, and it's free, whatever is $5,000 we're attributing to building your business. He is going to work here for the next three to six months, helping build your business and make improvements to bring it into the modern era. Right. Are you interested and if they go no, then fine, we move on to the next person, right? Um, but m m who wouldn't who would who wouldn't say yes to this, right? Who wouldn't be like, yes, I want to increase like five thousand free dollars towards renovating or helping my business? That's so many things. Again, this inventory, that's like payroll. That's what I mean. Actually, we don't want to put it towards payroll, um, ideally, because if we put it towards payroll, then that just um, you know, that can just be like swallowed up over time, you know, and not necessarily improve much unless like everything else about the business is great, but they just like, oh, we need uh, someone to come in and clean every night because I, as the owner, I don't really have the time and my employees, I don't, I don't have the money to pay them I, I, like overtime to clean. We need to hire a cleaner to come in and clean every night um, once we're done, right? That's like a huge help. And you could probably hire a cleaner for uh, for a night for like a, a small business for like a, a small storefront, like a bakery or a fucking uh, bar or, or something, just hire someone for like what? 
a hundred bucks a night to come in and clean. Hundred bucks a night over the course of a, a month is three thousand dollars. That could be the beginning of something. And maybe if it's not even every night they come in and clean, right? Y'all do basic maintenance over the most of the week, but then all the busy the busy days, the busy nights, say like twice a week. Or like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. Right? Or, you know, twice a week. You do Friday night and you do um or no, you do Thursday night before the rush and you do Sunday night after uh, after everything is done. Uh, after the the whole week has been done. 100 150 bucks to someone to come in and like uh, a team or maybe not have a team, but someone to, 100 200 bucks to come in and clean twice a twice a week for you know 200 times 8. Uh, I don't know why I did the math on my thing here cuz I'm terrible at math. That's $1,600 a month to come in and clean eight times. And then you still have money left over to do other things, right? Um, Or you, you know, that $1,600 that can go multiple times over the course. Or you could even pay one of your employees who's like, hey, do you want to make an extra $200 every night? Or not every night. Uh, extra $200 bucks, um, every you know, or extra 400 bucks over the course of the week, I guess. To just fucking clean. Just come in and clean. Clean the whole shit. Just fuck like, maintenance. Make sure everything's tidy. Uh, clean all the gutters. Clean all the, wash out all the fucking mats. Do that kind of thing. You know? Because even though that should be part of, like, just a normal routine for any, any businesses, or any business, then if you want to incentivize it, hey, let's incentivize keeping the place clean. Because that's going to keep more people coming back because they're like, oh, this place is tidy, it's nice, it's clean, it smells good to be in here. It's not like, it's not sticky on the fucking tables and the walls and shit, right? Um, and then you get, a, and then if you sell food, you get a better rating, um, you know, uh, by the uh, business bureau or whatever, right? Get that A on your, on, on the, on your storefront, you know? And then bigger than that, let's go bigger. $30 million. You have $30 million. You're, you're now considered ultra wealthy, right? $30 million accruing in a, in something, right? That's 75, uh, the $750,000 after, it is $150,000 accrued per year in a five, uh, in a 5% account, whatever, right? Uh, after taxes, $750,000. That is $750,000. That is you can build a community, a small community on $750,000. Here, here in New York, right, you can probably put up a tower, not a tower, like a small apartment for $750,000, right? And if you build it a little bit deeper, right, let's say you go as deep as like, I don't know. Like, let's say you want to build a really dope community in fucking, what's the deepest, what's a, a deep spot you could go to, right? You want to, like, redo the area around Broadway Junction, right? Where all them trains are, where the fucking A, um, the A, the Jay-Z, and the L meet up. I know they're actually about to, like, revamp this whole area because they're about to, like, put a plaza under the under the thing and like you know i don't know what's the area what's the accessible area that's like relatively 
like drab and you ask if you ask me um how about i'm looking at jersey let me not look at jersey because jersey sucks anyway not sunset park how about bay ridge right there's some cool shit in bay ridge what's alpine cinema i've never seen that like you want to incentivize people to live in certain areas right alpine cinema let me see what does this place look like Ooh, this is a cool little spot it's a little it's a little vintage it's cool frozen two star wars they show some cool stuff here it's a jewish area, a jewish neighborhood it, it seems because there's a synagogue right near right next to it um how many theaters does this place have got a view of the verrazano yo i'd go to this place alpine cinema would be like yo do y'all do rooftop films and if the answer is no, we're changing that immediately. I don't even need uh, $750,000 to do that. You can do it on 30 grand, right? Be like, hey, I'm going to come in and we're going we're gonna to set up a rooftop film program um, in the summers so that you can sell more tickets and have more people come. Actually, let me look at the inside of this place. Ooh, this place is ripe for some renovation. It's got the stucco tile uh, ceilings that... Um, that like, you know, it's not the worst thing, but they're dirty. That could be replaced, right? For less than 30,000 for sure, right? Um, the lighting in here is, is very drab. There's no like real branding or anything that like makes this place distinctive. We can have someone come in and do art on the, on the front walls, like a, you know, a graffiti artist or something. Someone come in and like make this place look really interesting. Uh, replace the lighting in the in the canopy they have with all the films on there. And Alpine Cinema be can become the next. Like it could just. And here's the thing: one of the part, one of the thing, big parts about like pumping money into a thing like this is that I don't want them to raise their prices, right? I want this to be a grant where they don't raise their prices at all, right? Because think of it this way. If I just give them $30,000, they might blow it without knowing what to do with it. But if I come in and be like, yo, we're going to do this shit, and I bring in a couple of students be like, hey, this is our project. A couple of students who live in Bay Ridge and we're like, yo, this is a project that we're going to do. We have this money and we're going to like replace all these things and do all these things. Um, you know, maybe we'll, it, we'll, maybe we'll implement, we'll get them a liquor license and implement like a, like a, like a drink program, right? Or even a liquor license, like let them start serving beer and wine. That would be another big thing that they could do, right? Oh, this like TV setup they have here is kind of cool but I'd replace that with a projector instead. Um, instead of all these TVs. All them TVs can be taken down and reused for other things. We could put a cafe, because this place, even when busy, it doesn't look like it has enough theaters to be like crazy busy. We could put a little cafe up front. Right? Or a couple, you know, some seating up front with a couple of TVs next to the bar. It could be playing sports or old movies or something, right? Alpine cinemas. And again, we could do a rooftop film program. That'd be fucking sick. We put up fencing, right? 
along the edge of the of the roof, and then we can set up a projector up there. We can work with rooftop films and do that. And you know how much that would uplift the community? Because it doesn't look like there's much to do around here. Right? Like, I'm looking at this. Um, I don't know if... I hope that there was no... I hope that the audio didn't stop here. Um, I don't think it did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can hear me. Um, it doesn't seem like there's much going on in this neighborhood. Just, like, fixing that, this little cinema, would uplift this neighborhood so much. Right? Because there's going to be more shit to do. And, like, I don't know what the nearest school is. Is that a school? What is this building here? Let me see. What is this building? Why is it just an empty lot? Why not empty lot? Uh, it's blank on Google Maps. What is this? What is this, like, a government building or something? Why the fuck doesn't it have any markings or... Um, I'm gonna make a TV show. It's gonna be called Pimp My Business, okay? <laughs> Fuck Pimp My Ride. Pimp My Business. This is what it's gonna be. Alpine Cinemas, Bay Ridge. We get them a new logo. Like, there's so many things we can do. Replace the signage. There's this donut and coffee shop right across the street. We can have them. We can replace uh, the donuts and coffee shop signage, right? And in exchange, we'd be like, yo, every morning you got to deliver uh, uh, two boxes of donuts and coffee over to Alpine Cinema, right? Or a box of donuts and coffee. Or every employee at Alpine Cinema, they can come in at, at, to, to your coffee and donut shop and you, they get a free donut or bagel or muffin because it says muffins and bagels as, as well. They get a free... Muffin or bagel or whatever, um, just for being an employee at Alpine Cinema, right? And it's limited to them, um, and it's just a way to support your local peoples, right? Or Brooklyn Kebab, right on the corner, right? Kebab spot. Hey, we're going to replace this, but in exchange, anyone who works at Alpine Cinema, and you know they work at Alpine Cinema, they can come in. And they get a free kebab or a free whatever. They get like 10 bucks worth of something. And that's their lunch. That way they don't got to pay for lunch. You know, when they go on their lunch break. That's the extra 10 bucks they get to save every day. Right? Accrued over a, a month of working. That's $200 they get to save. They don't have to spend on on anything. Or on, on their lunch. Because the local community is like helping them. Right? Um, yeah, there's like so many little things you could do. Jesus Christ. And again, you come in and you do it just for the, just for the cost of, and there's all this opportunity too. There's a bus stop right here. So I guess it's accessible by everyone, B63 running to Cobble Hill. So... Yeah, this just makes it so much more... Jeez. What train runs runs down here? This is going to be the, what, is the R? Yeah, it's the R train. R train, from the R train, it looks like, what, less than five-minute walk? It's a long block, so like a four-minute walk? Three-minute walk? 
Get off the R train at Bay Ridge Avenue. Wait, there's another. What's the next? What's the next nearest stop? That's the R and the D N and R at 59th Street. Well, I guess yeah, you got to cross into Bay Ridge. But um, that'd be so nice. Dress store in Brooklyn, Sarah Fashion. They make dresses. Ooh, these are nice dresses too. What's another thing we could do? Yeah, these are very nice. And some of the photos they have on the website are like professionally shot. These are these are good. Um, what can we do to uplift this thing? I'm Captain Save a Business, okay? That's what I am. I'm ca- I'm Captain Save a Community. You know how they have Captain Save a Ho? That that's what I am, but with fucking yeah, it's a little dress shop you can do that with. Vinny's Pet Shop, not busy. You run a pet shop. It's a pet supply store. What can we do in the pet supply store to make it more interesting to people to come and hang out and spend money and do that thing? Um, yeah. Galaxy Comics. There's a Galaxy Comics right here. I'd replace their sign. Their sign is so old. Looks like it hasn't been replaced since the fucking 80s. Galaxy, comics, books, trading cards, toys, and collectibles. Yeah, be like, yo, Galaxy Comics, I'm replacing your sign. Also, um, you're going to support the rooftop cinema program because uh, you're going to help advertise. And how are you going to help advertise? I don't even know if... Let's see, does Galaxy Comics have a... Let's see, do you have a website? They should have a website. I don't see a website anywhere. see all I don't see I don't see a website anywhere call save share post edit yep they don't have a website so guess what I'm going to whatever the nearest school is uh let me see school or high school in Bay Ridge what's the nearest high school Bay Ridge Prep Upper School. I'm going to Bay Ridge Prep, which is very nearby. It's literally a block away from from, uh, all of these things, from this cinema and this... Hold on, where is it? Where are they? Hold on. It was at... No, the 77th Street. Oh, Bay Ridge Avenue. Okay, it's not a block away. But it's nearby. It's walkable, right? Going to Bay Ridge Prep Upper School, I'm going to find a couple of kids, right? Let me say I'm going to find four, right? I'll be like, hey, we are going to take these two comp- these two businesses, Alpine Cinema and Galaxy Comics, okay? And Alpine Cinema, we're going to renovate some parts of Alpine Cinema. And we're going to renovate some parts of uh, a little bit of Galaxy Comics so that it's a little bit more interesting to hang out at. And we're going to put up a website for Galaxy Comics, right? And set up a social media thing. And I'm going to find a couple of dorks who are super into comics and be like, yo, y'all are going to run the social media. You guys are going to learn design, um, basic design and, 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 and stuff, um, and basic photography and basic video. And 
y'all are going to run the social media account for this. And for this, I'm going to pay you 500 bucks a month um, until you graduate, okay? After you graduate, we're going to assess how much money you've been able to accrue for the business. And we're going to talk to the owner and we're going to get you a job working there for, uh, for X amount based on, you know, based on the amount of money and amounts of business that, that y'all have brought in. We're going to get y'all a job working here. Right. And what we're going to do, we're going to set up a, a collaboration between uh, Galaxy Comics and Alpine Cinema, and we're going to do Galaxy Nights over the summer, where we do rooftop films <laughs> of comic book, uh, comic book stuff like uh, all comic book uh, 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 based films. Fucking DC and Marvel, you know, Watchmen, uh, 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 Hellboy, you know, anything that's based off of comics, right? Or even like Invincible, we'll watch Invincible up there. Well, we're going to do something like that. And some of them are going to be free events because we can't exactly monetize necessarily unless we get like Amazon Prime to sponsor the event or something like that because they have Invincible. We'll get these things to sponsor certain... We'll get some companies to sponsor events. Y'all are going to learn how to write sponsorship emails, right? And I'll send it out to my contacts because I'm going to have more access to those kind of things at that at, by that time. And we're going to get these people to sponsor these events and have people come in and y'all are going to get a little bit of press off of it and we're just going to make it a thing that every summer, um, uh, every summer Alpine Cinema has three or four or five rooftop events every week for three or four months straight. So that the kids in the neighborhood every night have something to do. They can come into Alpine Cinema and watch. And one of those nights is going to be free um, for students, right? If you're a student at a high school, you can come in and watch for free. But you can't be fucking belligerent. You got If you're going to come in, you got to come and chill. All right. And after that, you could have, I will donate, obviously. I got to bring myself into this. I'm going to donate some um, some copies of Fight Night so people could come and sit and play Fight Night at you know, action comics after, after hours or, or not after hours, but you know, they can come in and they just have things to do in that area. They can chill, hang out with their friends, do that kind of thing. And we'll have some of the, we'll like either buy shit from like the neighborhood stuff, like about Mike's donuts or whatever, or we'll just have them donate. But honestly, we can buy it. We can drop 300 bucks at Mike's donuts and have them give $300 worth of shit to uh, Alpine cinema. And we'll make Alpine Cinema the number one place to be um, every summer in this neighborhood. It probably already is because there's not a ton to do, right? And Galaxy Comics and Alpine Cinema, those are going to be the, the two things that like, right? And then we're going to find an area that has an empty lot or like that's within a couple of minutes, like within... A, a minute walk from here if either an empty lot or a rooftop area or a backyard or something like that and we're going to set up a little cafe okay a little cafe Ooh, mina's house cafe not too busy hookah bar all right i guess it's for the adults but what i would do i'd come in and buy the shit off of them if i can and be like hey we're going to make this a spot that anyone can come. You could put the hookah bar in the back because this looks like the space spans the whole. Oh, it's not that. It's not gigantic though. 
or we're going to set up like tables up front or outdoors or something for kids to come in and chill. Like teenagers, young adults, they could just come in and chill and talk and like hang out and be fun. And it's just going to boost your sales. So, and again, you don't need to be a multi-multi-millionaire to do this. You really don't. You just have to have the foresight. And you might not necessarily profit off that initially, but once you do it for the first place, you can start negotiating, okay, I want a little bit of ownership over this. You could be like an angel investor. Hey, I want a tiny bit of ownership over this. I want 1% right? 5%. Give me 5%. I'm going to put in $30,000. You're going to give me 5% of the company, right? This $30,000, you don't got to repay back or anything. I want 5% of the company. If you, over the next five years, increase sales by $30,000 per year, you're, that's, that's just a little bit of, that's paying you back already, right? Basically, you get to, and you get to say, yo, I've uplifted this community and fucking you get to get a bit of press off of it and start doing that in other small communities around you. Right. <sighs> yeah. Oh man. Just talking about this. This is in my future. I want to do this like properly. I'm going to base it around, around high, high schools and around like neighborhoods that are a little bit drab and just find ways to make their main streets and their areas with like of commerce a little bit more interesting to be around. Super simply that. And then I'll find some people who live in the area who are who would be cool with ooh salty dog bar and grill. Wait, oh no, this is um I've seen this already. Oh, I know this area. I was looking at a an apartment over here. Um, at some point on street easy, not in person because I don't have money, but, um, yeah, salty dog Bay Ridge. Yeah. That's not even, that's a few blocks away, but yeah, then I'm going to find something around here and build a park. Like I'll knock down a house and build a little park. So people can come hang out because as much as we need housing, we also need parks and there's like no green space anywhere here. Wait, what is this? This is green space. What is this? This is not even green space. This is a fucking high school playground or a school uh, PS 102. It's a it's their playground. I don't want a playground. I want a green space. This is different, right? We could put up a green space and people would come in and like, you know, set up little community events around there. Yeah, man. I want to make Bay Ridge. I want to turn Bay Ridge into a city. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. But small, like a, a small city like like a like a Melbourne or a Sydney or something with like low buildings where it's like you know really green. I want to just make Bay Ridge feel awesome. Like I want the view from Bay Ridge at at the Verrazano to be like, damn, this is a this is a neighborhood. This is a community, right? Of course, that means over time it's going to cost more to live in Bay Ridge, but if over time, once I hit the, I only have, I have less than five minutes here. Let me get to the $300 million net worth, okay? $300 million in the bank accruing $15 million a year. 
right? No, 150 million. No. Yeah. $15 million a year, right? 75 million of that 15 million. Wait, no, no 7.5 million of that 15 million every year is going to go towards building, uh, building low income, not necessarily low, low income housing, but you need to pass, uh, you, you, have to, you have to pass interviews to get in, right? So like, we're going to want it to be a diverse group, right? Not necessarily diverse in, I don't care about racial diversity. I don't give a shit about that. I'm talking about diverse in skill set and interests and that kind of thing. Um, diverse in age, but uh, trying to mix and like mix people who are like, okay, I want to have some tradesmen in here. So uh, if you need a place and you want to, and you want to live here, if you work in a trade like welding, mechanics, auto body, something like that, um, then you pass, right? You get a slot, right? Say we have 10 slots in this building for, for people to come live in. Um, if you want, I don't know if this is even legal, by the way, to like discriminate by, by, uh, or select by job profession or something, but you have to do that. And you have to have some other, you have to, whatever you are, you have to have interest in at least two things, three things. You have to have a, you have to have a job or you have to have a job that, uh, that is interesting, right? So it can't be just something like finance or whatever, or to, actually, I know it could be finance because that could be like the person who helps fund a lot of other things going on in this community, but you have to have a job that's interesting, um, that you're interested in talking about, right? Or if not interested in talking about, if it's like some minimum wage, like bullshit, uh, which I mean, at that point you can't really afford, well, if it's low income, of course you can. You have to have, you have to be interested in like, hey, I want to like, I want to get into this or that or this, right? You have to have something like that. You also have to have a hobby, whether that's, I really like movies and I'm a movie connoisseur, or I love plants. I like planting things or I like fashion or whatever. You have to have some hobby, some hobby like that, something a little intellectual. And you have to have one other hobby that involves other people, right? One thing that that's interesting that you enjoy that you can do alone or whatever. And one thing that you have to do with other people. Those are the three prerequisites to being able to move into the low-income housing uh, spot, okay? That way, you can create a space where there's a diverse group of thinkers, right? People who are in interested in very different things, even though they all grew up in New York City or in Bay Ridge or whatever. They're all into different things, um, and they can, like, communicate with each other and, like, just start to increase just the intelligence of the area around just because they're interested in different things. So $7.5 million, every million dollars of that, like each million is going to go towards putting up a 10 story, whatever. I'm sure you could build a 10 story, not 10 story, a 10 unit um, building with a common area, right? And a common area that like people are drawn to be, be around, right? So 10 units, um, say each unit sleeps minimum two people, but some of them could be for a family, like small families with a kid, right? Um, you know, so we're going to do like everything from studios to two bedrooms, right? Like say one or two, two bedrooms all the way on the roof or whatever, right? Um, build that out. Just see what that breeds over a decade. What kind of ideas that brings in. And once people, they start to like connect with people, they start to like increase their wealth and they move out and they do their things. They may come back and give back. And you know, whoever else moves into the building, they have to pass that same set of tests, right? Or prerequisites. Anyway, I only have 10 seconds left, so. 
Talk your ear off. I'm so sorry. That is all. See ya.